Good evening, everybody. We are back. Foggy Porch Podcast reincarnated. I'm here with my old buddy, Max. Howdy. Max, what are we drinking tonight? Um, Same as the last time we recorded, we're just hitting the old Bud Light limes again. You know, can't go wrong with them. Best of both worlds. Dabbling in the lime. Can't go wrong. It's a great night. I'm excited to be back here, back recording. We're so thankful to uh, our our small for now following, <laughs> and uh, we really appreciate everything that y'all do. Y'all, you know, the feedback, the minimal feedback we get back that we're a little bit upset about, but we really appreciate the fact that y'all sit down and you actually listen to what we say because, you know, it doesn't take us much time at all to come up with ideas to do this. It takes us time to make these podcasts, but we enjoy it. We're just doing what we would do normally, just having a normal conversation about things that both of us can have some input in. It's it's nice because we sit down and we really feel that we have something fluid here. We can really enjoy each other's company and have a conversation, and by the end, it, it doesn't even feel like we're doing anything recorded. It feels like we're just having a conversation and we learn more about each other every week, and we really appreciate that there's people out there that are willing to sit down and listen to our bullshit on a semi-regular basis. <laughs> anyway, let's 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 get into it, man. I, I do it. want to backtrack a little bit. I, I like right. how you said how we have a small following, like we're some fucking uh, <laughs> some like cult type shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I, uh, I couldn't remember the name of it. It began with a W. I want to say it was like W-A something. Is it a cult? Yeah, it was like the big cult storming. When uh, they raided the facility. Oh, sh- in Texas, yeah. Um, God, what the fuck was, was it? that? It was like Westmoreland Baptist Church or something? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. It was like a short, simple name. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, God, what is it? <laughs> This is going to kill me. Yeah. Fuck. What the fuck was it? It was named after the town that it took place in, I believe. I don't think it was like Waco or something, was it? Waco. Waco. It's Waco. Fucking Waco. Fucking Waco. I could have sworn that was like a, you know, like... Bill Clinton move. Big Bill Clinton move. Ah. Sending the ATF and the boys to (laughs) take down the Waco facilities. (laughs) Yeah, after after we get exposed for being extreme racist and homophobes, me, you, and all our closest small group of followers, we're going to be wakeed one day. <laughs> small disclaimer, we're not actually homophobes or racists. Uh, another small disclaimer, only one of us is. You get to decide. <laughs> Anyways, we uh, we do have some interesting topics to go over tonight. Um... I'm going to kick it off. All right, let's, let's kick, kick it, it off. off. Adam Vinatieri. I don't know who that is. He's the oldest kicker in the NFL. Yeah, still. It's on the Colts. Ah, the Denver Colts. Jesus. Christ <laughs> in heaven. Yep. Anyways, um, if you had to associate a song title with your life, what would it be and what is the reasoning behind it? I mean, you know, there's so much country music out there. My entire life, not even like not a segment of my life or my life currently. Like, what what are you looking for here? What do you you want? What do you want? Tell me what you want. We'll go currently. My life currently. (sighs) I I mean, I don't know. You know what? Um, you know what? I, I dare say I'm going to go through the list. I dare, dare say I go through it's the okay. list. It's okay. Go ahead and check your playlist. As far as what's going into my decision, I can speak on that. Is I, Right now, I'm, I'm working two jobs. I work about 70 hours a week. You know, I wake up, I go to work. I mean, this is as far as Monday to Friday. I wake up, I go to work, I get home from work. I go to bed, I wake up, it's, it's the same thing every day for me. You know, it's it's not horrible. I don't hate it, but it's... Would you say that it's kind of like your iPod is stuck on replay? I dare say my iPod 
is stuck on replay. And then every fucking weekend, the bitch overheats. And then son of a bitch, something magical happens. I do some crazy shit. And then by the time we make it to Monday, I show up to work at my day job, hungover as a bitch. And it's a hell of a time. It happens to the best of us. You know what? I don't regret it for a second. All Monday is to me is eat a big meal for lunch, refuel, and then we're all going hard until Thursday because that's when I start drinking for the weekend. I say a song that I associate with my life is uh, Run Away From It All by Blackberry Smoke. Because my life, to me, is a constant battle where I'm trying to I'm trying to work my ass off so I can get to this point where I really can run away from it all. I can I can get away and I can create this life for myself that is just free living, free caring, and I'm just I'm just living in happiness and peace. You know, we both talked about this repeatedly. We're low-budget people. We don't need a whole lot to be happy, and that's what I'm striving for. No matter how hard it is right now, all I'm fighting for is so that I can be free. And that's where I get that song. I was not expecting this uh, this conversation to go that deep, but I'm glad it did. I love the in-depth. We are where we are. Now tell me yours. <laughs> there it is. In this deep side, in this deep, empty space of me sucking in nicotine and trying to ask questions at the same time. And me just trying my hardest to not laugh at how fucking quiet it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. But uh, when you hear that, uh, <laughs> that, that deep, empty space, it's because we're both either drinking or sucking in nicotine <laughs> like, like a whore in church. Jesus. Um, if I had to associate a song with my life, I would go with Dear Mom by Colton Moore and The Clever Few. Um, it's a song about how um, the singer understands that, you know, his life isn't great and he's been messing up a good amount all over the place. Um... But, yeah, he, he still loves the people that are close to him. And it's, it's kind of like a, like a letter to his mom. It's an ode. Yeah. It's, um, it's him letting her know that, you know, he's still doing okay. He misses her. He can't wait until he comes home. You know, he, he can't wait to go back to how it was. I and love that song. I, I relate a lot to that. I do. For multiple reasons. I can understand that. We've spoken at length about it. <laughs> I miss you, Mom. <laughs> we miss you, Christy. Thank you for the Gatorade. Yeah, thank, thanks, Ma, for the Gatorades and Hot Cheetos before my dock work. So I got one for you. If you could associate a, a memory... A childhood memory to a country song. What do you got for me? Go go as far back so, as you possibly so can. As far back as far back I would have to go with um, Man of Constant Sorrow. Okay. Sorry Bottom Boys. I have to. Big fan. one of my favorite movies of all time. George Clooney plays a good role in it. Tim Blake Nelson. Oh brother where art thou? Big beautiful fan. movie. Beautiful movie. Um, but, you know, Man of Constant Sorrow is the biggest song, uh, is the biggest song that came out of that movie. And, yeah, as soon as I hear that song come on, I, I'll, I'm one of the first people to start singing along to it as close as I can to the actual voice of whoever's singing it. Because you do know... amazing at impressions. You do know that it is not George Clooney that sings that song. I am aware of that. I was... I didn't know that for the longest time. I knew that from the moment I watched the movie. 
I didn't. I, I just figured it sounded so much like him. You know, with that real bind to it a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean, I could see where people would, you know. I enjoyed that. But if we were talking, you know, something I could, you know, give you an accurate depiction of whenever I hear a song, it would have to be Small Town USA by Justin Moore. Okay. The acoustic version. Just because my freshman year of high school, uh, my brother's a lazy ass, woke up too late to take him and I both to high school. My parents didn't want me to be late, so I rode with my brother's friend, Jacob. And, you know, still to this day, he's he's an older brother to me. Um, but, you know, he, he drove a little shitbox truck to school, you know, didn't even have an aux cord. He, uh, he actually had to burn CDs so, yes, that, we, yes, so that we could listen to, you know, somewhat modern music on our way to school. Classic. And every single morning, every single morning, as soon as we pulled out of my neighborhood, Small Town USA would come on. And we would both just be sitting there singing our hearts out to it. Yeah, just having a good fucking time on our way to some shithole school. And it was it was just so great. You know, uh, I can still think back to the cold-ass winter days, you know, trying to warm up that yeah. song coming on and me not giving a shit about the temperature. Because you were singing your fucking heart that out. Was, that was probably my go-to song back in the day. What's funny is Trap Queen was also on the uh, the same, same CD. The very same. Same CD. That's amazing. <laughs> Fetty Wap out here. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob had a very wide music taste, especially for our uh, school trips. But what about you? Uh, what is your earliest childhood memory with a country song? You know, this is a country music band but I don't know if you would at this point I don't know if you would think it's country it's a nitty ditty dirt band and I've uh, heard them really? really? Put, put on a song for me alright so we'll, we'll, we'll play my song real quick just so you it's can okay. understand your thing is intros my thing is DJ that's we're, right that's uh, right at least we have a system worked so out so my when I was really young, when we had just gotten off the farm, I wasn't used to going to school all the time. I didn't like it. The big thing for me is that most of my education came from my older sister. The fact that my mom was in college and, you know, I, I, her and I studied together because I was, I was helping her pass her finals. So I didn't go to school a whole lot when I was a kid. And... Every time I got in the car with my mom, when she would pick me up from school, she would play American Dream by Nitty Ditty Dirt Band. Nitty Gritty, my bad. I keep fucking that up. I think I know the song Fishing in the Dark. That's a great song. You and me. Go okay, I was yeah, just making sure that them, was the right them. one. Because I fucked up last episode. And it just... Oh my lord, this... I got Kenny Chesney and fucking Zach Brown band confused. Yeah, so it I, happens, it happens. I'm a fake fan. I, I don't even listen to country. I wear Vans and skinny jeans every day. That's not true. <laughs> I can attest to the uh, the fact that that's not true. But uh, every time I got in the car, my mom, my mom always played this song because... There's one thing that my mom and I always had really deeply in common is we always, you know, we, I was born on that farm. She was born on that farm. Everything we ever wanted, we just wanted to see the world. And my earliest, my earliest childhood memory is riding around in my mom's car and she puts on this song. And her and I both know every single word of the song. And we just, we would just imagine just wherever tropically we were going to go someday. We were dirt poor. We were in a really rough situation. But you know what? We were the happiest people on earth because we could just roll around town I'm skipping school, she's doing whatever she's doing, and we're just having a hell of a time because it was, you know, it was the best thing. It was just mom and son just enjoying each other's company at such a young age where it was so important for both of us. And it, it just, I don't know. 
I don't want to get emotional, but it, it really, it really created a deeper relationship with my mother and I at a young age. And now we've so this is like, a whole lot together. This is like you and your mom's song. It is. It really is. My mother and I don't have a designated song, but it's not a country song. It's Big Yellow Taxi by The Counting Crows. Anytime I hear that song, I immediately imagine myself back in 2004 in I the backseat of my mom's 95 Honda Civic on my way to go get babysat okay. at the American Family Fitness where my mom worked <laughs> out. Yeah. I love the crows. The crows got me tickets to Toy Story 3 in 3D. My the crows dad did? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> funny, funny, <laughs> funny side note. <coughs> Like I said, when when I lived in Michigan, we were we were dirt poor. You know, the recession happened. We were our family got destroyed by that. My dad's in the auto industry. Like you, you know, I was in a really really rough spot. My dad comes home one day after he was out searching for a job, and he's like, "Son, we may have nothing, but you know what we're doing this Friday." I was like, what are we doing, Dad? <laughs> little little seven-year-old gator <laughs> out here. He goes, we're going to go see Toy Story 3 in 3D. And I was like, what do you mean? How did that I happen? I thought you lost your mind. I lost my <laughs> shit. I was freaking out. He goes, son, your father on the radio today was the first person to answer the trivia question. And I was like, what was the question, Dad? And he was like... He was like, who, who is Mr. Jones by us? Some, some cheesy ass question yeah. that everybody should know. Obviously, Mr. Jones is by the Black Crows. For those of you that don't know, listen to the song. You should know. Beautiful God. song. Beautiful song. And my dad called in. To, it was a, God, what was the radio station called? Star 105.7. West Michigan. <laughs> My dad called into Star 105.7, answered the trivia question, and won us tickets to Toy Story 3, and it made my fucking life. It was the first time I had been to a movie in over a year. It was amazing. But, you know, we don't have to talk about it anymore, but you know, I'm just saying. Good fucking movie. Good, good movie. Good, good dad. <laughs> All right, easy, <laughs> easy. But uh, yeah. All right, I I have another question for you. Hit me with it. Who would you say are the realest country music artists? And I feel like this is something that you and I are gonna roll through. The realest. The realest. Coulter Wall. You think he is the absolute realist? I think he's the absolute realist. Ever since I heard that he denied Joe. The reason being that he was too busy working on the actual fucking ranch and he writes songs like Cowpoke. He's writing songs about the West and herding cattle. Night herding song. Are you kidding me? He's doing that. He is doing it. He is not writing songs about shit that happened in the past that other people did. He is living this. And that is what makes Coulter Wall the realest to me. So I knew I should have um, put a little... Uh, I knew I should have put a couple side notes on this question, but I didn't because I knew you and I were going to roll through this topic Yeah. because there's, uh, there's not a single point you made that I could disagree with. Good. For our listeners at home, who would you guys say is, you know, the most true-to-root... You know, country music artists. Chime in. Please chime in. Please We'd do. love to hear from you. We get complaints on how we don't reach out to you guys enough. But we try. And this is our call for help. Please, God. Assholes. If you don't text us, we're going to be so upset you have no idea. We know where you live. I can count on at least one person sending the Foggy Porch podcast at Instagram a DM. I can count on one person. So start chirping. It's me. I can count on myself to DM just to feel important. Me too. I'll send myself a DM any day of the week. That's what I was thinking, yeah. It's mildly entertaining. It is. Have you ever texted yourself through iMessages? No. Just just to get a reply to? 
No. Yeah, neither have I. Moving on, what are you, uh, what are you bringing to the table here, bud? I, uh, already answered, so it's your turn. Who's your realest country artist and why? Yeah, I, I had just said that I couldn't disagree with you. Coulter Wall. So you, you, that's yours too? Yeah, I mean... Do you perhaps have another example of a country music that is I, so real? I could say Tyler Childers. Okay, Tyler I was Childers, hoping he, you would he, say that. He doesn't have, you know, people write for him. Everything that he writes about has either been an experience in his life or he's telling it from a point of view of someone who has lived that life. Which I know it doesn't sound very real, but in a sense, he captures what it really is to be going through a situation like that when he's not making a song about himself. And that's what I that's what I see him as being very real for. He's very biographical. Where you could see you know to give an example, if you've grown up next to the same person, you've grown up and you've been best friends with somebody for your entire life, you can really tell a pretty beautiful story about their life. You can really open up about Kind of like an obituary. Exactly, exactly. The deeper parts of them you can understand and you can explain to people and sort of put into words what their life means. He has that with a lot of different people and a lot of different kind of lifestyles that take place where he's from. He can sit there and be the coal miner. He can sit there and be the hardworking man. He can sit there and be the family man. He can sit there and be the drunken preacher that loses himself because these are all things he's seen. These are all things he can write about because they're all real. And that's what makes Tyler Childers real. He's not writing about situation not not the not the pretty painting that country music likes to create for people it's not all sunshine and rainbows it really isn't life as a blue collar person isn't beautiful you work hard you work your ass off every day to create the life that you want for the people in your life or in your family so that everybody can be happy even if it means you have to take a kick in the nuts every three days just to make it happen for him. And that, to me, is what Tyler Childers portrays in his songs. Yeah, for the listeners that have not noticed yet, um, we're trying to center our demographic more around the the blue-collar working class until, of course, um, we sell out to Spotify... And then after that, you know, we're, we're probably going to talk about whatever they tell us to. Yeah, we'll, we'll open wide up about shit that people care about a whole lot more simply because it, you know, appeals to the mass populace. But until then, we're going to keep talking about Western shit, blue collar shit and low budget shit, because that's what we like and that's what we live. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Undeniably. I can't argue with that. All right, moving on. (laughs) Segway. Please segue right now. All right, well, do you have something for us to segue into? Oh, here it is. If I'm going to segue, I'm going to segue pretty hard. Max. Howdy. If you could switch... Two country artists' voices with their songs, and by that I mean lyrics. So, like, if I had to. Would you still listen? So, if I had to get a country artist to sing a cover, and vice versa with the other. I'm gonna give you an easy example. Okay. If you had to switch Tyler Childers and Coulter Wall, would you still enjoy their music? If Coulter Wall was singing every song of Tyler Childers, and if Tyler Childers was singing every song of Coulter Walls, would you still listen and enjoy their music? Would I listen? Yes. Would I enjoy? 
probably not as much as the original. I could not imagine anyone other than Tyler Childers singing on Red Barn Radio. I couldn't. And vice versa, with uh, Coulter Wall's, um, the brewery session he did, that like really made him blow up. Yeah. I couldn't see Tyler Childers singing that. Don't get me wrong, those are my two favorite country music artists out right now. That's why I chose them. They're their very own styles. If you would have said something like, do I think um, Colton Moore and the um, and the uh, Clever Few mm-hmm. and Turnpike Troubadours were to switch up, they sound so much alike and they make a lot of the same music that I... I could still listen to that, and I still think that they would be good albums. But Coulter Wall and Tyler Childers are so different in such good ways that they're their own people. The only person that I actually listen to, if they were still alive, that I could, you know, enjoy if they had sang Coulter Wall songs, Johnny Cash. You know what? I can sit here and I can honestly say 100% that I am in the same boat as you. One, I, I, I think I could name one person that I would be fine with listening to them if they sang just, you know, Tyler Childers songs. Gotta be Zach Bryan. Yeah. They, yeah. they do a lot of the same stuff. I think Ryan Bingham could do it. You really think so? I think he could do not everything, not everything, but Ryan Bingham, he's got, he's got the same grittiness, the same kind of blues sound where he could really pull off a lot of the songs. For, for those of you that don't know, Ryan Bingham, he, uh, he sings country blues very often and he, um, He's got a voice for country. He's got a very smoky voice. I really appreciate his sound. But there's no one like Tyler Childers, and there's no one like Coulter Wall. From the same example, I'm in the exact same boat as you. There's no way. I mean, I would still listen to it because I love the songwriting. But you know who I think could do good covers of another person? Who's that? I feel like if Jamie Johnson were to cover um, Chris Stapleton, I feel like that could be very interesting. I believe that. I can see that. Or maybe even Uncle Lucius covering. No, I would like to see Uncle Lucius cover Cody Jinks. Cody Jinks has a much more Western cowboy sound to him. But Uncle Lucius can also hit the notes that Cody Jinks can. I think Hank Jr. in his prime could do a fairly decent cover of Cody Jinks. I could see that. I mean, it would probably, especially for songs like Must Be the Whiskey, would be very real to him. I don't know. I I don't know. Um, You know, don't get me wrong, Hank Jr., he he gets low with his vocals, but at the same time, you know, any note that's recognizable by Hank, in my opinion, it's always when he's hitting a long, high note, not a quick, low note. I could hear that. I, specifically on the drinking songs. Not because they would sound similar, but because I feel like Hank could make it his own. Hank could take anything he wants. And make it his own. I mean, he's good at that. Yeah, you know, he was he was really the first person to really expose you know older country music for what it really was, and what it was was something that he did not really want to be a part of. You know, yeah, family he tradition. he definitely evolutionized country, and over the years, I say that it's a good thing. He changed the spectrum, and he was so deeply against the status quo, I feel it was beneficial to country. But it may have created uh, may, may have created a climate where 
there is, there, there's like this stigma around new country where people want to be in new country and they want to be the evolutionizers. They want to be like Hank in the sense that they create kind of, it's, it's how pop country got here. And we both hate pop country. People want to be at the front line of what's happening now and what's happening... People nowadays just want to be the face of something. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a good thing because... People are willing to do what other people want them to do. To be a big name. And that's not what I like. I love originality. I love when people, you know, like rise against, you know, the... The face of what something is. They're going against the status quo, and that's the best possible thing you can do. That and that that's where our love from our love our love for Tyler Childers and Colton Wall really really stems from because they are so different. Cody Jakes too, because they are amazing country artists. They are so far separated from the status quo of modern country that it makes it all the more enjoyable. Another person that I think does a good fucking job at what they do, and they're getting popular by doing it, is Whiskey Myers. It was a great show, but they're still doing what they want to do, but they're adding that pop kind of sound to really bring in everyone. They're bringing in the pop sound to get the pop people, but they're putting in lyrics that listeners that, like you and I, would like. They're far enough separated from mainstream country that their overall sound can be they can spread it by adding a pop country beat or a pop country rhythm and it's still so far removed from the mainstream because of the lyrics and because of the message they're bringing that it's still so different that it's enjoyable what would you say is your favorite concert that you've been to, country music-wise? Country music-wise? Country music. I haven't been to. I've been to a lot of con- concerts, but I haven't been to a whole lot of country music concerts. So I, I mean, I, I can't give you a good answer because I've only been to like three. I haven't been to a lot, but the ones that I have been to are pretty decent names in the country music industry. My favorite simply because simply because it was the best that I saw, not because I'm a huge fan of, fan of the artist, but they just because, put on a good show. They put on a great show. It's Jake Owen. Huh. I saw Jake Owen and it was really enjoyable because you know, I've seen Kip Moore. I've seen you know, I've seen a couple country artists, but like Jake Owen really on stage, he did it for me. You know, he he sold the bit. Like he really, really impressed me, especially with his live singing ability. He he sang that shit, and it was solid. It was good. It was a good set. What about you, man? Talk to me about you. You I saw know. you saw Whiskey Myers, and I am so beyond jealous. I saw Whiskey Myers, Garth Brooks, um, Cole Swindell. Okay. And I don't know if we're really considering the band Perry all that country anymore. They were. They were. At one point. Key point. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was crazy to hear Friends in Low Places live in front of such a big audience. But honestly speaking, Whiskey Myers put on a hell of a show. They did. They're amazing. They are. Even after close to an hour-long rain delay, they still came out and they put on a badass show. Even though they played songs that, you know, I'm a Whiskey Myers fan, they were playing songs that even I didn't know. A lot of the crowd didn't know. But still, they, they had my full attention the entire time I was there, and they were on stage. Tight. Airtight. It was a hell of a show. So, I have one more question for you tonight. All right? 
And the people who are listening to this, please DM us and let us know, you know, what you think about this. Does radio crush real country artists? I mean, you're asking me, right? I'm asking anyone that has the ears to give me. You know, I really... I really hope the listeners respond to this. Not because I want them to respond in the way I want them to, but No, I I would also like for our, our listeners to respond just so we can understand better our demographic of who it is exactly that we're talking to. Exactly. I understand that you and I are gonna continue to do our thing, but depending on, you know, what kind of you know, listeners are listening to it, we can always you know, morph the show, you know, add in new topics, stuff Change like that. Change it up, switch yeah. it up. That's the thing. This is a, this is a podcast that can evolve This is a podcast that listens to the viewers. Yeah. We're here to gain a better understanding of who we're talking to so that we can become better. But my answer to you is Yes. Radio crushes real country repeatedly, time after time. What about TV media? Less like you, so. Like you had said, um, last you know, episode. Whiskey Myers yep. and Tyler Childers won Yellowstone. You know, and that's a. My big thing with that is that's one show. That is one show that I have heard two of. You know, some of my favorite artists be played on. I'm happy that it happened, but it's such a rarity. To be honest with you, I still, I mean, maybe other parts of the country, maybe other parts that, you know, we don't have the access to the radio there are playing Tyler Childers. Maybe they're playing Whiskey Myers. I told you the other day, the first time I had ever heard Whiskey Myers on the radio was probably three days ago. I still haven't heard Cody Jinx. I still haven't heard Coulter Wall often. I don't even know if I've ever heard Coulter Wall on the radio. And I, you know, I, I don't listen to the radio. I think the only song of Tyler Childers that I've heard on the radio is Feathered Indians. Yeah. Maybe I've heard that once. But I really think... You know what? Screw screw radio. Screw radio... It's not a question of radio. I think Nashville. I think Nashville and the higher-ups... I think the people that are high above... Are shutting down people like Coulter Wall. Shutting down people like Tyler Childers. Just like they shut down Up Church. Like, they don't want... You know what Upchurch did? Went out and started his own he fucking He did. You know label. what? He still sets... You know, he still sets the bar for hip-hop. I'm not a huge Upchurch fan, but you know what? Every time he puts out an album, people get excited. He shows up to a town, it gets sold out. And the same thing goes for the Western country, for the Appalachia country, for these... Country singers that are far removed from the mainstream. And I dare say, I dare say that is better for them. That they are not attached to Nashville. Nashville. You do know that Cody Jenks is going to be near us on the 9th. Depending on how open your schedule is. Of September? Yes. You know, my schedule would be wide open... If I wasn't at a rock festival starting that night, night through the twelfth, I'm thinking of going. Whether or not I gotta go by myself, I think you should. I think you should. But like, I, that's my thing is I don't want to go by myself. You know, I want to be able to go to an environment and enjoy it with someone I know. Because I, I'm not a very social person. I'm a very nervous person, very self-conscious, and I, I don't. I don't want to go and, you know, be that outsider that's just there by himself. Don't get me wrong. He'd st- I, 
I know he's going to put on a hell of a show. Yeah. But that's something that, you know, I would much rather experience with someone that also likes that Can person. appreciate that. I, yeah. um, my brother's birthday is on the 9th, and I try to get him tickets for it. But he, uh, his work schedule's already all backed up, so that, uh, that didn't get to work out. But, you know, I'm, I'm still contemplating going. Um, if I can find someone to you go with. You should go. You should go. I want to. I want to so fucking bad. It is what, if you can't, whatever. Oh, to circle back to what you were talking about with, you know. Oh, uh, circling back? So, (laughs) to rewind a few minutes, um, if somehow there is, you know, that young undiscovered band, that young undiscovered, you know, country, bluegrass, you know, western band, that somehow you guys end up listening to this or hearing about it, shoot us a DM, you know? Me and Sawyer are always looking for new opportunities to discover a new artist. And we're ready to talk about you. We love, we love the, uh, we love the underdogs. We do. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing watching something grow from a small following and seeing people work hard at what they really believe in and especially in country music because in my opinion country singers especially the small ones when you first start now you're really singing from your heart you're working the hardest you are and you're, you're going to be working 10 times harder than the guy that's already made it and has been signed yep i mean and that's what sucks about mainstream country music it does And you're pushing to tell a story about your life that nobody else knows, not not necessarily anybody that you're trying to make listen to your music has ever lived. But it's a big deal that you're pushing for them to listen to it and people will. People will enjoy your music and we would be honored Unless you're pop country, we don't do that shit. Yeah, no, 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 fuck that. Sorry. Get the fuck out. We would be honored if you got some down-home country, if you got some western country, if you got some country that's really, if you're really pushing to be a part of this big country music world and you're starting small, we're here because we want to talk about it. Even if you aren't, you know, in a... In a country band or have no musical talent, uh, Sawyer and I are still looking for, uh, we're looking for, you know, a select few group of people to come on the show, talk to us, whether it just be drinking stories, you know, just shooting the shit with us on the podcast or even to talk country music with us. If we you want to show hear. us an artist that we don't know, you know, that'd be awesome. Give us, give us a little something. We'll sit you down in the chair right across from us and we'll have a ball. I promise you. But it it does mean a lot because we are listening. Whether it even be on recording or not, you know, we're, Sawyer and I are still looking for, you know, people. I mean, anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know what? Let's ring this one out. With you, one, still, you still have a talking point for with me. With one it. last question. Max. Howdy. Which question... <laughs> one more time. Which country music artist is washing out slash selling out? Yeah, I need one ears. of each. I need one of each. Washing out... Washing out, that's that's kind of hard. You know, like... Someone not, a little bit older, maybe. Someone a little older, maybe. I'm trying to think of someone that you and I both enjoy. Honestly, I would say Chris Stapleton. Yeah, he was big a few years back. I could see that. I could see that. you know, he's not really coming out with anything. And even if he And has, he's kind of accepting the status quo and rolling with it. And I don't like that for him. 
but I wouldn't consider him selling out. Don't get me wrong, he did go to Nashville, but, you know, I do like, you know, like the country blues. I do like that. Yeah, I appreciate that part about him. If I had to name, I could tell you two people, in my opinion, right now that are selling out, Warden Zeter and Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan is selling out a whole lot harder than Warden Zeter's. Just because as soon as... You, you didn't know, have to give me two, because now I don't have one. Oh, who's your Zach Bryan? Zach Bryan. Yeah. Yep. He's, I mean, he's he's selling out fast. And you can agree with me on this. As soon as, like, he got on the radio, you know, it was cool for, you know, his listeners that had been there for a while with him. And I'd imagine those listeners are still with him. But then it just it, turned into something else. Radio edits and you know his his. I miss when Zach Bryan. The only stuff that was out was on YouTube, and it was just a video of him playing. The yeah, guitar. and you so had to, you had to search for no it. studio. Yep. You know, if you didn't know, you didn't know. But you know that's he's changing real fast. He's starting to become a little more indie than mm-hmm. his country and. Don't get me wrong, I, I enjoy a few, you know, indie songs. I like indie, I listen to indie, you know that. Yeah. But at the same time, as a person that started out with being country, for him to jump ship that fast, you know, it really goes to show what a taste of fame really does. It's what money can do, it's insane. Yeah. It's really upsetting. What about you? Who would you say is washing out? Who's washing out? It's a hard question. You know who's washing out? Well, maybe it's not a hard question. It's not for me. Okay. I've had this made up for a while. Okay. Josh Turner's washing out. Absolutely. Absolutely. He made some great music when he was a little younger. But now he's slowed down. But he's washing out. He's washing out quickly. Very fast. I promise you... Tide's taking him in. Yep. Buddy's going to retire. He's going to quit making country music within the next three to four years. Never going to hear from him again. His classics are going to be the only thing you hear from him. Period. What would you say is your favorite Josh Turner song? (sighs) Would you go with me? Really? Yep. That was the first song I heard by him. I like I like a lot of his songs. I'm not gonna lie, but I, I I really really enjoy that song. I would say mine is your man. I like that song. Very good. That song. was the first song I ever heard from him. Really? Yeah, I was having sex behind Cosby High School. Nice. Yep. With who? I can't say on the podcast because I don't want to get canceled again. Ah, no more censorship. That's right. It was a hell of a time though. Let me tell you what. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I was banging banging box. Jesus. Um, Who'd you say is selling out other than Zach Bryan? Selling out other than Zach Bryan. I mean, Zach Bryan. Who's selling out? I don't don't know. know, I will just say it'll be more interesting if you name someone other than Zach Bryan. Yeah, you're right. Outside of Zach Bryan, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I really don't know. There's, you know, who I'm scared of selling out. You know, who I'm really scared of selling out. Who are you scared of selling? Whiskey Myers. I know we just talked about them, and I don't believe that they're gonna sell out. But God, it would scare the shit out of me because I love their sound, and I can like with the. The fact that I heard them on the radio, it almost scared me. I think that Whiskey Myers is safe from selling out just because they already have enough people that listen to them. They have such a following to where if they were signed by a record label, it would have to be one that would have to sign on Whiskey Myers terms. Yeah, they wouldn't they they're, wouldn't They're not going to exactly. drop to their knees and Yeah, I was going to say they they wouldn't bend the knee to join a record label to be a part like no. They 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 have their sound. If you want to sign them, you're signing them for their sound. But I'm still scared, you know? 
I don't uh, know. I'm not too scared of that. Selling out? I think Parker McCollum. Really? Yeah, I feel like he had a bit of a individual sound, and he's slipping into the Nashville scene quickly. And it's... I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing for him, and I don't think it's a good thing for Nashville. But, you know, I'm willing to take criticism on it. Yeah, give us your feedback. Yeah, tell me tell me if I'm wrong. I want to hear it. I'd love <laughs> to hear it. I'd love to argue with you. I'll never admit to being wrong, but... I will, I you, will. If you prove me wrong, I'll just be an asshole about it. You know who surprised me, who hasn't gone mainstream, that I really believed was going to? Midland. I don't listen to them much. I thought you were going to say Cody Jinks. No, I never thought Cody Jinks was going to go. No, I I don't think he will either, but I don't know why. But I I wouldn't say that I could see him as being the sellout type. It's scary because so many people like him. He could become a sellout type. So quickly. I don't think he will. I don't I think so to, either. And I, I yeah, and I hope not. Him. I hope not. But Midland, you know, they have the exact same sound that they have always rolled with, and I really appreciate the fact that they that they've stuck with what they got. But you know. That's that. I guess that is that. Um, well, I don't know about you, but I know I don't have any more talking points for the night. I am fresh out. Um, I think now is a good time to call it quits for the night. Then. Let's close her up. Closing up shop. Well, thank you to everyone that you know decided to put this dog shit podcast on. Um, it, it really does mean a lot to us. Um, I got nothing else. We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the feedback. If you give us feedback and thank you for listening to Foggy Porch Podcast. This is, uh, this is Max and I going out. Oh, one last thing before we do sign off. Um, Sawyer and I have discussed, you know, making apparel. Um, for, you know, people that we know, people that we know are going to wear set apparel out in public. Um, but if anyone that's listening to this isn't all that close to either Sawyer and I and, you know, would like to see what it's going to look like, just shoot us a DM on Instagram. That's really our only platform right now. We're going to be putting out some of the art for the shirts and for other things at some point soon. If you're interested in seeing it beforehand, just just hit us up. We'd love to give you a shirt. We're giving out a lot of shirts for free because we just want to spread the word on the podcast. So, anyway, y'all have a great evening. Thank you for listening so much. This has been Foggy Porch Podcast. Y'all have a good night.